0: Welcome back. What an hour we got ahead. Mm -hmm. Al, I have had a philosophy I have employed at this station for over 30 years. Okay. An attractive woman and a guy who's a friend, the man always wants more than a friendship. Okay. That is always true. As a result of that philosophy, Mm -hmm. I put together an extremely happy couple that is about to get married. Uh. And they will be on later in the hour to thank me for putting them together. There you go. Because I, on the air, in public, acknowledged out something they had not done, that the guy in this friendship wanted way more than a friendship. Mm -hmm. Now, soon, they will have children. Well, (laughs) we don't. And I'd love to really? believe you know it some way he I had a little bit to do with that as well. Very little. Very little. <laughs> anyway, on the line right now is a guy who knows everything going out of the NFL. He is brilliant. He has also covered both the Eagles and the Giants in his past. From the NFL Network, our good friend Mike Garofalo. Hi, Mike.
1: Wait, so hold on. So he wanted more than a, than a friendship. What happened? She just decided she was out of options,
0: and that was her best one left. I mean, I, I need to know the full story, um, Mike. For uh, I'm going to try to get to the bottom of that. But when they okay. came in, this woman was a Phillies ball girl, and she was beautiful. Uh-huh. And a yep. guy, nice looking guy, was there. And she said, "No, no, we've just been friends for years." And I went, "Well, no, that that's not the way it works. <laughs> that may be what you think, but it's not what he <gasps> thinks." Eventually, I think I broke down that wall, and then they got together.
1: Well, that's your next career, Andrew. I could yes, see Yes, it, it is.
0: But anyway, Mike, let's talk about. First of all, I want you to understand we have employed, starting today on our show, an expedited review system. So if any mistakes are made, we'll break in. <laughs> Mike, when did this thing come about? Because it all took us by surprise. They overruled quite a number of plays. Was everybody ready? Did they know this was about to happen in the playoffs? Well, no, they 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 instituted
1: it a couple of years ago, and, and I didn't understand it at the time, and, and I still don't understand uh, why sometimes the expedited replay will fix things and other times the coach is going to have to challenge it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, and I did, because the, the whole point of it was to keep the flow of the game, to not have all these stoppages uh, and to be able to fix it without the, the official having to go to the monitor. And, I, I again, I asked the question, I said, well, how are the coaches supposed to know when to challenge and when not to? And we had one of those, I believe, it was in the, the, the game last night, the Cincinnati game, where it was running down to the two-minute warning. They went to break. Uh, and I can't remember if they expedited it or the coach had to throw the flag. But if not for the two-minute warning, he was going to have to make the decision quickly. And I I, I like it. I'm fine with it. I, I just I'm, – I'm having trouble figuring out. And sometimes you see the coach will spike the flag down because he's pissed because he's like, why are they not fixing this for me? Yeah. I, I, we all – yeah, so – it's a little confusing, but I, overall, I, I like I like the fact that it keeps things moving.
0: Well, they did, overall, a, a, I would say in the course of all these games, maybe a dozen, and they were right. Every time it proved to yeah. be right, I went, well, was this available during the season? Because I would like them to review the Goddard face mask they still haven't called. Uh, they, yeah. Did they have it? Well, they could have done this during the year, or there's certain plays they won't review.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, they will not, whether it's Coach's Challenge <laughs> or uh, – an expedited review they won't throw a flag and and we tried that a couple of years ago with the pass interference that didn't work out you know it's just the the the, the problem is when you get into that we're being officiated this game's being officiated from above uh virtually uh by someone who's not on the field it just opens and i understand that you're sitting there saying it's so obvious why can't we just fix it because it's it's the pandora's box who knows what's gonna follow beyond that so uh when, when they can do it objectively hey foot was bounds, foot was not in bounds, first down not first down uh they'll do it that way
0: they got a lot right all right let's get to this big one saturday night you have covered both teams what do you think of giants versus eagles at the link saturday night what are you feeling this, about that matchup
1: I, i'm feeling and and i don't know this for for a fact but i'm feeling like the eagles are probably saying oh Wow, we we would have preferred one of the other teams because you've got a Tampa Bay team. Yes, they've got Tom Brady and a bunch of good players, but uh, they've been really sluggish to open the season or to open games the entire season. Uh, they've been falling from behind. Everybody's expecting them to just click, and I haven't seen it. Then you got a Cowboys team that yeah, there's talent there, but you, you got to feel pretty good about your chances of playing against them, being that you beat them uh, pretty badly in, in your own building and uh, a couple weeks ago with Gardner mitchell you almost had them beat. Um, This is a Giants team that is not as talented as some other teams, but just doesn't make mistakes. The entire season, they are so well coached. Uh, They don't beat themselves. They force the other team to to, to lose the game. Uh, They've done a great job of putting Daniel Jones in a position to succeed and minimize his mistakes all season long. Mike Kafka, the offensive coordinator, uh, and head coach Brian Dable have done a really nice job of that. Uh, they're good defensively. They're going to pressure the heck out of teams. That's what Wink Martindale does. Uh, and Saquon Barkley uh, has been phenomenal. And yesterday there was some kind of extra motivation or it just knowing it was the playoffs, uh, that guy just would not be denied. So, um, yeah, I'd be a little nervous. I mean, I, know, I understand the Giants handled them, uh in MetLife Stadium, but Saquon was injured going in. They didn't have uh, him fully that game. And uh, it's actually one of the poorer games I've seen them play.
0: It, it's a tough matchup, Anch. All right, well, here's the thing. Ruben Amaro reminds us that our coaching staff, very young last year, yep. got smushed in the playoffs in the first round. And Dayball, those guys, they coached a tremendous game yesterday. Mike, do the Giants at the coaching level have an advantage here? No,
1: I wouldn't say it's an advantage. Um, I, I, I like the way that Nick Sirianni and his coaching staff have, have done things. That's the one uh, thing that's really surprised me about him is Everything I've heard is how organized things are, how well the operation runs, how smoothly uh, it runs, and the way that they're efficient uh, uh, going through their preparation week and their game planning. Um, and, you know, day of, I don't have a lot of complaints about him and his game management. I really don't. Um, I know that there are complaints about Jonathan Gannon, which I don't understand. Angel. I know you've had a few uh, of your own. I know you'd <laughs> like them to be more do aggressive. much time you have? You, know. uh, and, uh, you you tell me when your
0: next break is, because I'm sure he's going to blow through it if we get into that one there. But uh, No, I'm not getting no. into it, but he hasn't done a good job.
1: But no, but I was say on, on the Giants end, Brian Dable a first-year coach, yes. But this is a guy that's been an assistant coach on Super Bowl winning teams, on teams that have been incredibly successful. He worked with Belichick, he worked with Nick Saban, and he's done a really nice job of taking a little bit from everywhere he's been. Uh, and implementing it in his first year as a head coach. I think they're doing a heck of a job up here. They really are. All
0: right, let's talk about the tale of two quarterbacks because they both went into this year, Mike. Not mm-hmm. certain they'd be starting quarterbacks by the end of it, and now they're, they're both breakout stars. Um, How did Hurts and Daniel Jones get so good this season? Was it yeah. the coaching? What was it? Yeah, well, let's start with Daniel
1: um, I, because I, I took a, a, a beating, and in the summertime, and I'm wrong a lot, so I'm going <laughs> to chirp when I'm right. Ange, um, I did a thing on Good Morning Football. We did a, a segment: which uh, new coach and quarterback combination is really going to excel this year? And I took Daniel Jones and Brian Dayball, uh, and my co-host uh, for the day, Michael Robinson, loves to uh, corner me at times, and he he could not stand Daniel Jones coming into the year. He's saying, "So you're saying this is their franchise quarterback?" I said, "All I said was." Daniel Jones is going to play better this year because of Brian Dable and this coaching staff. And he's going to set himself up to be the starter for the Giants in 23 and beyond. And that's what he's done. And the reason I felt that way is because he started to cut back on the mistakes previously. He made a ton of them, but you could see it start to slow down a little bit. And I just felt like this coaching staff, what they've done, uh, what Dable did with Josh Allen, what Kafka did and with Andy Reid and, and Patrick Mahomes, they were just going to put him in a, uh, a position to succeed this year and play smart. And they really have. And the other thing is, Their targets, uh, they're not anywhere where they need to be from a roster talent standpoint at the skill position. So the fact that he's been able to do what he's been able to do uh, with these guys uh, has been incredible. As for Jalen Hurts, you know, he he surprised me to the upside. He did. Coming in, my my thing with Jalen Hurts was he works too hard. He's too level-headed. There's no way he's not going to improve as a passer. The fact that he's made such a jump this year, uh, has truly been incredible to me. I give that dude all the credit in the world uh, because he's, he's evolved not just as a, a dual threat, as a guy who can beat you from the pocket. He's done a great job. Now, how healthy is he? That's the question. He's not going to be 100% for this game. That much is clear. You just need to make sure he can do what he needs to do and take the hits that he needs to take to play the style of football that he plays. All
0: right. One last thing, Mike, Mm because you know the inner workies of football better than any of us. Mike, I'm getting the sense that you don't think this is a great draw for the Eagles and that they're ripe for a potential upset. Am I reading it right? Yeah. Yeah, the, the injuries got me a little bit worried and maybe a little flat late in the season. So, yeah. Wow. Mike Garrafala, I mean, I, 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 a wake-up call to Philly this morning. South well, Philadelphia and gotta, not going to be happy. No. <laughs> well, you've got to find a way, too, with Nick yep. Sirianni,
1: uh, with the layoff and the fact that Hertz had only played the one game out of the last three. And just that, You've got to find a way to manufacture some game-type situations in practice this week. Let's see if they throw on the pads or whatever. Um, I, I just I, you, you don't want to come out flat, so that's the biggest challenge for him and this coaching staff this week. Let's see if the, I, I think. First of all, I think it's going to be a fantastic game. I see a last possession for somebody here. <sighs> call me back later in the week. I'll get, I may I may have a pick on this
0: one. Oh, I can't now because wow. you gave me a nervous tick. I'm like nervous. <laughs> Mike Garofalo, NFL Derek. Mike, always a pleasure. Thank you, my friend. You got it. Al, you. That was a wake up call. That guy does this for a living.